Hello, my friends. Brett Patterson coming at you from the financial capital of the West Salt Lake City, Utah, where I am joined once again by no one. Everybody's leaving me. Brian and Spencer are both in the Logan, Utah office today. They've left me alone to lead you through the lone and dreary wilderness, <laughs> which is, my friends, I don't know what that is really but i'm excited for the topic today it is about a man named daniel kahneman and daniel kahneman was the first ever psychologist to win the nobel peace prize in economics he did a behavioral investment um, study which was fascinating and one of the things that he said was this, and I may repeat this a couple times in this podcast. This is the important piece to take away from today. All of us would be better investors if we just made fewer decisions. I'll say that again. All of us would be better investors if we just made fewer decisions. So what in the world did Daniel Kahneman mean by making fewer decisions. Well, I think there's there's two main ways in which an investor makes decisions. Three ways. I'll take that back. Three ways in which an investor makes decisions that are either good or bad that I want to talk about today. And we just experienced one of these, and that is reactionary decisions is the first one. What I what do I mean by making reactionary decisions? Well, when the market falls, fear increases. And when fear increases, people, uh, not everybody, but a lot of people say, time to get out. We just experienced that in the COVID bear market. Now, fortunately, we have great clients, and very few of those clients wanted to get out, but a few of you did. And that's okay. That's normal behavior. But what was our advice to most everybody? It was, hey, stay the course. In fact, if you have more cash, let's buy more, but stay the course. We will be better if we don't sell. In other words, we would be better investors if we made fewer decisions. That, in essence, is what Daniel Kahneman is saying. So let's take a look back at some of the bear markets in recent history and what ended up happening. 1987, the market was down. The great crash of 1987, the market was down 34% on the year in 1987. The market finished up 2%, which is crazy to think about. In 2009, the market was down 28%. It finished up 23%. This year... The market's down 34% at a close. It was even down more than that. It was down around 37% intraday. And right now, we're up 5% on the year. Now, is it going to stay there? I don't know. But when you make a decision, when you feel like you're forced to make a decision, usually that decision ends up poor. Or usually that decision will end up Biting you, biting you in the rear, right? Investors are better off when they make fewer decisions. 
Now, that's reacting to something. Something There's something completely different that I've actually talked to a lot of clients about, and that is making a decision in anticipation of something. So what, what do I mean by that? Well, my friends, if, unless you've been living under a rock, which that's probably a better place to live right now <laughs> is under that rock, there is an election coming up. And right now, in all the polls, Joe Biden and Harris are leading President Trump and and Mike Pence. And is that a good or bad thing? I'll leave that up to you to decide based on your viewpoints. But I've got a lot of calls from both Democrats and Republicans, both of which are saying, look, I know that if Biden wins— the market is probably going to fall, which is probably true. Should we sell in anticipation of that election? And that's been coming from both Democrats and Republicans who see that historically, yeah, when a, when a, when a Democrat is, is elected, the market typically fails. But how do you know? How do you know, number one, who's going to get elected, and number two, how the market's going to react? We're coming out of a bear market, a the fastest recession, which the fastest recession in history and the fastest, one of the fastest bear market slash bull market recovers. How do we know that if a Democrat's elected, the market's going to fall? So how do we act in anticipation of something when we don't know what's going to happen? That's when Daniel Kahneman's advice, all of us would be better investors if we just made fewer decisions. If I were to sit back, in fact, folks at home, think about this question. If you were to pick since 1957, which which president had the best performing stock market during their term? So during their term, the stock market did whatever. Who would be... Your choice for the best performing stock market during that presidency term. Now, you're probably thinking at home. I'm sure some of you are thinking Trump just because of recency bias. Um, Maybe Ronald Reagan. Maybe Bill Clinton because of the tech boom when Bill Clinton was president. But guess what? You're all wrong. Gerald freaking Ford was the best performing president. Who remembers that? If you live in Michigan, you probably remember it. Outside of that, Gerald Ford. Followed by Gerald Ford, you have kind of a kind of a four-way. It's really Bill Clinton and then Obama, Eisenhower, and Reagan are right after that. But Gerald Ford. So you have a Republican and then a Democrat, and then it's a good mix of Republicans and Democrats. It does not matter. So how do you sell in anticipation of something when you have no idea what's going to happen? So that brings up the point, the last point that I'll talk about, which is, okay, so if if we're telling you, hey, during a bear market, you know, best not to sell your stocks, uh, better to buy stocks during a bear market, and hey, during a presidential election, Let's not sell or in anticipation of that event or any event. So when would we sell? When, would, when is the point to where we're just we're selling for clients, we're selling either individual stocks or the market as a whole? Number one, I'll answer the second one first, which is we're never going to sell the market as a whole. We're just not. Number, 
the first one now, which is when would we sell stocks? It's very simple. When valuations of those companies get out of control, when they're too expensive, when there's too many excesses within that company or within that industry, then it's time to get out. I'd also say when the fundamental story changes on that company, time to get out. When our allocations, say we buy a stock and it's 10% of your portfolio and all of a sudden it's now 20%. Okay, time to carve it back down to 10%. That's when we sell. But none of that is an, in anticipation of something that's going to occur in the future or something that we're experiencing like a bear market that's happening right now. We're just not going to do it. So when Daniel Kahneman says, again, all of us would be better investors if we just made fewer decisions. That is a conscious effort on our end. When you see us doing nothing in a bear market, that's because we've made a decision. The decision is to do nothing. When you see us probably not do much before an election takes place, that's a conscious decision not to do that because we think it's in the best interests of our clients long term. And that's the most important thing is helping our clients accomplish their long-term objectives. So I hope, my friends, as you see an election coming in the future, as it's coming in the next, what, under 100 days now, and let the best man and woman and or woman win, that's great. But we're not going to sell or, or do anything prior to that election. That's just not what we're going to do. Why? Because all of us would be better investors if we just made fewer decisions. With that, my friends, I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. And I hope you learned something today. Until next time, bye-bye. This is a purely public broadcast and is not intended to be personalized financial advice for any individual's specific situation. Each individual's financial situation is unique, and the topics discussed on this broadcast should not be relied upon and or considered as personalized advice. Specific financial securities discussed are not intended to address any listener's particular financial situation and should not be considered recommendations. This is for educational purposes only. For more information, please contact Iron Gate Global Advisors at info at or by calling 888 5910334